Hello everyone, and welcome back to What's the Logic of That? We're a weekly podcast that discusses randomly selected topics from a spin wheel. Some of these topics come from our community, either that in the comments section of the YouTube VOD, or from our socials, so that's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, this is our first episode of the new year. After having a short break, we'd like to say thanks for your support thus far, and we hope to uh, continue to give you good content throughout the rest of Season 2. Uh, we've got a couple of changes this time around uh, for the style of the podcast. Uh, the first major change is that we're cutting down to sort of 30 to 40 minutes per episode. Uh, we notice that our viewer attention seems to cut off around that point, so it makes sense to just cater our content towards what the audience is actually watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also to get, uh, hoping to get some gaming-themed content up, up and running over the next few weeks, yes. uh, so we'd love some suggestions as to what you'd like to see us play first in the comments. Uh, and we'd also like to start featuring some guests on the show as well. So if you feel like you have something interesting to say or just want to join in with a banter, <laughs> Uh, then leave a comment below or contact us on social media. Uh, We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, and all major podcast uh, places. Uh, With all that being said, Mr. Dean, how are you? Welcome to the new year. Yeah, welcome to the new year, Mr. Tom. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Um, Happy to start a new series. It's, um, It's been a while. A whole new season. It has been a while for us. Our mm. last episode that we actually recorded was probably the second week of December. And now yeah. we're in the, the sort of third week of January. So uh, it's it's been a nice break. I uh, had, had some nice time off. Uh, mm-hmm. I know we're in lockdown three now, but sort of yeah. getting through it, so to speak. Um, yeah, I guess we're lockdown veterans. Lockdown veterans at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, why don't we pull up the old spin wheel and see what fun is in store for us today. Yes, uh, indeed. I would assume that normally we go for like four or five topics, so I guess we'll see how many we actually manage to get through within a 30 minute time period. Yeah, we'll see where time takes us. Exactly, yeah. Okay, cool. First topic of the new season. Pros and cons of working from home. Right. Cool. This is, uh, I think... We are pretty much veterans of this now at this point as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, we've been working from home for... I mean, me and you, have, we've been in the office quite a bit. Yes. Uh, you more so than me. But I guess, <laughs> realistically, we've been working from home for the better part of a year now. Um, and yeah, I, I, I enjoy the working from home experience. Um, not having to commute is a great part of that. Not having to get on the horrible trains in the morning. Uh, it's probably not so bad for some people who drive into the office or, you know, can get there by a short walk like some people. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I, I really quite enjoy it. I think the, the transition period over to, to working from home, at first it was quite a novelty. Um, you know, sort of getting into the rhythm of, oh, you know, I only have to get up at half eight and I'm ready for nine o'clock. That's great. You know, a bit more sleep and whatever. And, uh, you know, just being home immediately afterwards. I feel like there is the side of this as well that a lot of people maybe don't talk about and that's if you're in the same room all day oh man and then all you do is you go over to your living room or you know another room in your house you realize that you don't really go out that often and I guess that's a good thing at the moment but in the future I'm not sure how much I could do this how long I could do this for I don't know about you. What's your opinion on this? Like, yeah, um, I kind of feel the same. Uh, like you said, my short walks to the office. Um, first thing, exercise. Basic exercise. Like when I walked to the office, I was getting what, uh, 
couple of miles a day each day and now I don't have that I need to find something else to do to work out also my body clock my office is right next to my bed so yeah. uh, my body clock is messed up completely I mean there's no sense of work time home time the bed's just there if I need to chill just go over there watch some shows or whatever now my body clock's messed up like a flight I've completely messed up sometimes I won't sleep till 4am and then I'm not ready for work at yeah. all and I feel like that is a big problem as you get into that rhythm of well I don't need to I'm not doing any exercise all day so I'm not tired so I'll just mm-hmm. stay up and then you've sort of had less and less sleep and then you're less productive throughout the day and stuff yeah um, I, I used to live in a, a basically a, a studio flat and um, I don't think I could have lasted as long as I have done if my sort of home office wasn't a thing being able to get away from the people that you live with <laughs> and um, you know the, the place where you sleep and eat I think yeah. is a very important part of the working from home experience and I don't think especially like where you sleep next to where you work I don't think I could do that it's so difficult like, yeah I, I imagine it's probably very taxing uh, on you to have to do that yeah um, I mean people say it's kind of easy and stuff but I mean maybe the first like few weeks after a while you get into the lazy routine yes even comes down to like even stuff like meal prep basic meal prep like an a easy dinner easy dinner will not happen yeah because you less exercise and stuff you don't get hungry at certain times you sort of go into I don't know, like, like most animals it's almost like a bear hibernating right yeah, yeah you only yeah, need yeah. to eat food for a cup of like one meal and honestly you just eat junk the rest of the time for snacks because that's all you need you don't need any more energy in terms of like the office environment, uh, I feel like things like Microsoft Teams and Zoom have accommodated for that lack of interpersonal yeah. communication, but it's never on the same uh, degree that it's, it was. Yeah, it's not the same. I mean, it's a pro in general. I mean, it's connecting so many people when they need it. I mean, there's always the other apps and whatever, like WhatsApp or all these other ones. But um, yeah, it's not the same. No, not at all. Uh, I know for a fact, like, a big part of why I used to enjoy work was for the, the office place banter. You know, Indeed, messing yeah. about during the day and going out for lunch with people. That was uh, a, a major staple of the day. Right? You know, that's why you enjoy work. And then, of course, we used to go out and drink a lot after work as well. Yeah. So, not having that has saved money. But I think that is the, the most taxing part on my mental health, at least mm-hmm. because of the working from home environment. But again, this is more so down to the pandemic rather than just working from home. Because I feel like you could get together, you know, if, if it wasn't for the pandemic. And we have done that on mm-hmm. a couple of occasions where we've, we've got together when time permitted it and the rules were less, uh, strong or yes. enforced we've got together and we've gone for a drink not on the same scale that we would have in the past but definitely something that we have done and probably probably will do again in the future you know lockdown permitted um, 
I guess another big part of working from home is you, I mean, maybe not as much for you because you never had to commute anyway, but for me at least, not having to get on the tube is saving 180 quid a month. Oh, yeah. Like, it's ridiculous how much travel costs. And having that in your pocket instead of having to pay for it every month is a bonus in in of itself, right? And then also, on the flip side of the social side, not drinking and not going out for lunch every day is also saving, you know, maybe we'd go to, like, Weatherspoons and spend 10 quid on lunch, right? That's Mm -hmm. 50 quid a week. Almost 200 quid a month. Not having to do that every day means that you end up saving quite a bit of money. Yeah, you save you save a ton of money. Um, yeah, because when we went drinking, be loads of rounds. When we used to have proper, sessions. yeah, when we went on proper sessions, we could quite easily knock down a hundred quid each, maybe. Yeah, easy. On a, on a, on, a, on like a, a hard night. Yeah. Um, and then get food. Yeah, exactly. I know, like pros and cons. I guess, I guess after. Uh, depending on how long you've been working from home, the cons outweigh the pros, I guess. Yeah. Um, the only time is when you like, have downtime. You're not actually in a working environment. You're chill to do what you need to do. Yeah, 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 definitely. I feel like one of the big things for me since working from home is I don't play games as much. I don't do as much on personal projects outside of working hours. Because <laughs> to me, when I walk into... This is the same space that I would work from, except from I would be switched 90 degrees and I'd be facing that way. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I come into this room, I have a mindset of I'm going to work now. You know, it's not, oh, I'm going to, you know, mess about and play some games or something, or, you know, mess about and try and set up some home assistant thing or, you know, some rap, you know, wacko server for some reason. It doesn't happen as often. Um, which I think is, is definitely a downside to me because I enjoyed doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think you, you definitely need separation in terms of space, at least, for, for what you're uh, for what you're doing. Yeah, I'm almost tempted to get some boxes and build a work fort. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I bet you, even that, you know, even if you had some sort of like desk separators, mm. so you you have a corner and that's work corner. Yeah, and then you can you, ignore it. And even like a tape line, if you just just for your mentor like, you've just stepped outside the table and you're off work yeah you're in work now yeah. it just helps the routine I also think a big benefit of working from home or at least the, the situation the pandemic has presented at least is that working from anywhere is now an option yes you know at, at one point uh, we would be bound to the office space right mm-hmm. you know we, we can't do anything without the office and I feel like now it wouldn't matter where we are. And a few times during the pandemic, I've worked from my parents' house, which is 200 miles up north away from London, and uh, got along just fine. Yeah. You know, yes, London based deliveries are a bit more, doesn't work as well, right? We've got quite a few clients uh, who are in London. Me and Dean work together, if you didn't know. Um, we've got quite a few clients in London. And a lot of the time, we use same-day delivery services, which wouldn't really work if you're outside of London. Exactly. But bumping things back to next day, it's not really the end of the world. Yeah, 
And um, it, everyone's sort of... One thing, I guess, about work, everyone working from home almost globally is a lot of people have the mentality of only in the morning is work. Yes. It can, yeah. be, can be a problem, can be a lifesaver. Yeah, well, definitely. It, it has its benefits and cons. I, I do feel like, um, especially in speaking to clients, uh, a lot of the time people seem to cut off about two o'clock. Mm-hmm. After, after that point, Nah, no, man, I ain't working. That's it. Not happening, yeah. Yeah. Whereas beforehand, you'd have people working all day or, you know, even into the evening because I think, again, if you're in an office environment, then I'm not saying it's expected, but it's a lot easier to just do overtime or yeah. you know, just stay a bit longer to finish something off. Yeah, the distractions aren't as easy, easily yeah. reachable. I mean, everyone's got YouTube. I mean, some things are restricted. You've got your phone as well. Yeah, yeah. I guess most office spaces had the um, well I guess most corporate had like the bring your own device rules so people wouldn't even have them out and stuff like that yeah 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 exactly and I think another big part of this as well is because there's nobody monitoring I mean there's definitely software out there which can mm-hmm. uh, you know monitor mouse movements and uh, page views and stuff a lot of the time this isn't enforced and I imagine that a lot of corporations aren't doing this to begin with um, and a, a big part of the working from home thing is there's nobody watching what you're doing yeah I mean uh, to see or regulate the content that you're consuming whilst you're working and because you're at home yes you can have your work laptop out and you're doing some work but that's not stopping you from having the TV on behind you and watching YouTube yeah exactly and And I'm sure for a lot of people um, with how tech is now emails on your phone most people just doing what they want anyway and just checking emails from the phone then running back to their desk yeah yeah yeah, definitely I know uh, for me at least in my downtime, if I've not got that much on, then I will just take my work laptop into the living room and stick something on in the background. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Mm. I'm just chilling a bit whilst whilst working. If I don't, you know, see the need to have six screens up in front of me, then I won't do it because eyesight's straight. Yeah, it's for the me, excuse um... I tell myself. <laughs> for me, my downtime is either YouTube or some little phone games like Egg Inc. Oh yes. About that. Egg Ink is very distracting. Egg Ink is definitely very distracting. Um, We've started playing at the beginning of last week. A prestige (laughs) for the third time today. I've only done it once. I got to uh, the tachyon egg. What the? I've not even discovered that yet, mate. Oh, there you go. I was on it and then I prestiged. So, Mm. and then you told me about the contract beforehand. So, I'm going to. find that get my soul legs and then build the next piece of my farm yeah so um egg ink is like in terms of operating power is basically like 10 percent of what heyday is today you're only working with selling eggs but the whole strategy and achievement i guess if you're someone who's come from an office environment with like different procedures and tasks or different stages or phases of a project then this is like the game for you in your downtime it's, it's not for like if you want a random like game just to take your mind it's just like a strategy game to be honest yeah yeah it's definitely a distracting game mm-hmm. but going back to to the working from home stuff um yes. cons for me at least are the lack of banter the lack of social uh those those are the big things for me pros um you're more relaxed i think in a, in a working from home environment I think that's the big one for me. Is is the, the feels like there's less pressure. 
I can yep. be a bit more relaxed during the day. Uh, what about you? Uh, so mine is the exercise. Um, my body clock because of how my work environment is right now. Um, yeah, and then um, even into lunch breaks because of how we're working. Because um, we're working IT, it's weird. You don't really you're not really taking a lunch break. Normal lunch break, I'd be outside or I would have walked away. But I'm still at the machine or the working area. It's on YouTube or something. I'm not even actually taking a proper break, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. I feel like that is definitely a thing that I've experienced as well. Um, if somebody emails me during my lunch break, probably gonna I'll respond. probably respond. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas before, Whereas, I'd leave it until my break's done. Yeah, exactly. I, I would just basically, I, well, you know, I'd, I'd turn my phone off almost. You know, I just have it in my pocket on silent. I wouldn't even notice it. But because mm. you're aware of it and you have it next to you, and you, even if you're or, you know, you're sat in front of your machine, you see an email come in, you just carry on working, you're just eating at the same time. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to topic two and cool. see what that has in store for us today. Um, hopefully, something fun and exciting. <laughs> we will see, we will see. We, we shall see. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you think crying is a sign of weakness or strength? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is fun and exciting, but we'll go there. Um, okay. You know what? I uh, I feel like it's a bit of both. Yeah, um, I feel it's situational, isn't it? Yeah. I don't I don't like uh, people cry over everything. No, um, I don't know if it's like kind of linked to having your heart on your sleeve as well about things. Mm, mm. I feel like there's a there's a there's definitely a middle ground here, isn't there? If you mm. cry all the time, then it's a sign of weakness. Yes. If you cry, if you don't cry at all, if you never cry, then that's just maybe a sign of insecurity or just being so emotionless I also feel, to an extent. I feel like both, like far ends of the scale, crying a lot or not crying, is both a sign of weakness. Yeah. You, if you can't really let yourself cry and get into your emotions and get past things properly, get closure over whatever it is, even if it was like dropping your phone or something, something simple like that. I mean, you don't have to cry over it, but if you don't let yourself get over your emotions, then you're just bottling everything up, so it's a sign of weakness as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, like, every now and then, everyone needs a good cry. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You've got to be able to show your emotion, but you don't don't want to be overbearing with it. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to show it to everyone. You can have a silent cry by yourself or something, but you just need to get past it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I don't like people who cry all the time. Or cry over stupidness. Mm-hmm. I guess I mean that's just my logic about things. I I I'll treat something different. We might cry over different things. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I I don't know if if back when you were playing World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft heavy, would you be sad if your account got deleted? At, like uh, like at hmm. peak stage. At like, peak let's stage. say two thousand and ten. You put all this effort in, and then something happened to your guild or whatever. To be honest with you, it's probably a sign of uh, you've played too much. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I, I was banned several times for miscellaneous things over the years. Um, Did it make you sad? Not to the point of crying. You didn't take it that seriously. Yet. You're not like. No, like, it, was, it was a joke. I think I would be more upset if I was like about to do an achievement. And the, the, the big example that I sort of thought of here. 
and this is going to be quite specific, so please ignore it, uh, is that there was a... In, in Mists of Pandaria, uh, as a warlock, you could farm an item and then get green fire. Mm-hmm. Right? And this was a big thing at the time. If you were a warlock and you didn't have this, then you were pretty much shit. Um, now it's like easy to obtain, but you got an achievement for doing it during the, the period where it was available. Well, not, not available, when it was new. It was a feat of strength right, to get it. And um, I remember I would farmed it for ages and finally got the item. And it essentially brings you into a scenario. And the whole thing is based on how well you play your class, right? You have to use every utility, every spell, every demon that you have to, to, to you in your arsenal to, to actually defeat the final boss. And um, I remember I was doing this thing like, I maybe like done 30 attempts of this thing. And um, each one, the encounter might last like six or seven minutes. Right? Yeah. So I've been at it for hours. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get this done. And um, if I disconnected or something, or if my account had closed at that point, then I feel like I probably would have cried. Because I remember after I'd done it, like when I finally killed it, you know when you, you, you're so emotional, you've, you've put that much time and effort into something. I'm pretty sure I did cry afterwards. <laughs> I was just like, oh, thank, thank God it's over. Like, yeah. And, and that feeling of having something that made you kind of elite and a, and a title that I still have now, like all these years later, it's no longer attainable. You can't get it after, you know, after that expansion was done, the title was removed. You can't get that anymore. Yeah. And that's something that sort of lasted with me for a while. You know, I've had that for like eight years now. And um, yeah, I feel, I feel like that would have... God, I went on a really wild tangent there. But no, that, it's fine, no. That would have made me emotional, and it did. And it definitely would have if I couldn't have got it, because I put mm-hmm. so much energy into doing it. And um, what was the question? <laughs> Is crying a sign of weakness or strength? No, I, no, um, I think I, it was because I went into about um, how people react to things. Mm. So one... I might see something as a weakness, but actually that's quite normal for that person. Yeah. Well, I think it's in gen- generically there's certain things. That, that was the uh, the most... That, that was the, 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 the height of my... The pinnacle of my playing WoW eight years yeah. ago. <laughs> Never got better than that point. I think... Um, degraded since then. For me, um, a game I would cry about would be... Do you remember, um, this might be too far for a lot of people, Yu-Gi-Oh! Forbidden Memories on PS1. Okay, so at, at the end of this, there's a really hard boss you have to fight. And it, it's, 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 it's just ridiculous. They have the best cards, the best monsters for you to go against. If you finally beat him, and then you didn't get to save, after all the attempts you did just like yours, I think it'd be like, I, I'm not even going to play anymore. I'm just done. Might cry a bit. When I was younger, it's like fucking. If someone caused it to crash, if someone just goes, that's enough, or change, press the power button back, I might cry a bit. If it was me, I probably wouldn't cry. If it was my fault, I'd probably be okay with it. Maybe a bit sad inside, but yeah. I have another example of this actually, um, and it's it's the it's the opposite side. It wasn't. I was elated afterwards. I was devastated. Um, this the first time I was playing through Ocarina of Time. And I originally played it on Wii Virtual Console, right? I never had it on N64, I was playing it on Virtual Console. 
and um, I played it a few times up until this point. Never really got into it. But one 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 night, I um, or one day, I think it was a Saturday. I sort of really went at it, and I was um, which bit? Which bit? I started off. I just left the um, Temple of Time, right? I just mm -hmm. switched to Adult Link. And that was the first time I'd been to that point. I hadn't looked up any guide. I was just like passively going through it and just sort of hacking away, finding my way around. And I'd got up till the Water Temple after that point, from there to there. Right? So I'd been through the Fire Temple, I'd been through the Forest Temple, and done all of that in one go. Yeah. But I'd never saved it. <gasps> no. <laughs> and then it crashed as I was in the Water Temple. And I reloaded it. I lost all my progress up until that point. Uh, it's like, do you even start again, or do you cry? Uh, I think I left it for a year. <laughs> I never went back to it for a, for a whole year. I was uh, so just, it, and it wasn't like I cried about it. I was just so devastated. Like, yeah, and so you get frustrated yourself. But yeah. yeah, it's like, why did um, I save it, man? Like, I I actually had that recently. I was on the Switch. I was playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. I was doing co-op with my sister, got our characters up to level 8, and it's a bit of a grind. I got all, all the ISOs perfect. And then I saw the option for a new game. Now I thought I was clicking the right option to continue the same characters, and I fucking saved over. As soon as I did it, I was like, on my phone, Google was like, did I just fucking... And I was like, fuck, I just did. <laughs> oh, God, um, I was so pissed. Because yeah. I had grinded the characters past the AE where my sister left it as well and then what I did was I went on the grind the next day I was like nope <laughs> take it take it and need to get on. back to this yeah I, I mm. just couldn't I was just like because cause I, I must have played for like I mean I'd just like to point out here that I was I was a kid at this point I wasn't I didn't know what I was doing I'd, I'd probably played 8 hours to get to that point yeah, yeah in one sitting and then it was just all gone and that was it I just I couldn't I couldn't bear the fact that I'd, I'd managed to do that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, do you want to do one final final topic? Yeah, sure. Let's um let's do it. Let's see. Do a nice oh, quick one. Yeah, I want that tea versus coffee one, so I can just <laughs> say coffee and then end it. <laughs> let's end the video if we get it. Yeah. Yeah. So if we get it, we end the video now. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Does Batman make a good male role model? What? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. No, Dances, definitely no, not. No, it, it, like for what Batman stands for, for like justice and stuff. In term, in general terms, no. Batman's a violent, violent person. Yeah. And he, he's he's hung up on one thing in his life. He can't Vengeance. move on. He no. can't help the world through other means with all his money. He must go out at night and take on people. Yeah, I mean, if you, you could argue that as Bruce Wayne, he could have diplomatically solved Gotham's problem. Honestly, he could have potentially become the new mayor. He could have reformed the police with all his money, all the connections. He knows all the dodgy people. He has all the tech to do it. Could have made superheroes. He could have done all this training with Russell Gould, whatever, and then trained up all the elite police force, make a Batman, Batman Gotham police force or socks. Nah, let's just keep it to a few of us against everyone else. 
rather than becoming a vigilante and mm. I feel like he has too much pride. People, does he? But like, yeah, I feel violent. like he has too much pride. I think he lets people die. He, if he doesn't do it himself, he's still cool with that. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Definitely not a good role model. And the Bruce Wayne side as well. I don't think so too. No. Yeah. 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 He has tons of money. He doesn't really do much of it. Yeah. He, he could have been very charitable with it. Mm. He could have reformed Gotham if he wanted to. I mean, yeah. of course, there's a court of ours, if you know, about all that and all that stuff. But then he could have become one of those as well and taken over. He's got ways. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't have anything to add on to this. No, Batman's <laughs> not a good role model at all. That's Batman it. Batman is an awful role model. No, he's awful. Okay. Right. So, as we said at the start, mm-hmm. we're going to cut down the episode length. So this one's probably going to be about 30 minutes Thereabouts yeah. mm-hmm. So If you enjoy this this new sort of style Of uh, slightly shorter pods Then you know please let us know in the comments uh, If you do feel like You enjoyed the longer episodes And maybe you like to Break them up and watch them over a period of time Then you know let us know about that as well yeah. um, We're happy to switch which between Whichever one is going to be more valuable to you guys you know whichever one you enjoy more um at the end of the day we do this as a a fun sort of weekend thing uh we you know we're not really looking to try and make a massive audience so for the people that do enjoy it we just want to sort of cater towards that yes and um to be able to communicate with you guys would be great even if one of you does decide to come on for like even 10 seconds no camera at all no need for that change your voice if you want could be a stupid thing could be to promote yourself I don't care let's talk yeah yeah exactly that uh, do we have a question of the week Mr. D um, based on the stuff uh, when was the last time you had a good cry when was the last time you had a good cry I think that's an excellent question yeah hmm. right well thank you all very much for watching hope you've enjoyed and we'll see you next week Goodbye. Bye.